You are tuning in to the Milk Carton Series. I'm your host, Stephanie, and today we discuss the disappearance of Elaine Park. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode. Today, guys, we have 20-year-old Elaine Park. She is missing from the Calabasas, California area. Well, that's where she was last seen, but she's from the La Crescenta, California area. Just want to make sure I specify that. She is 20 years old, and she was last seen wearing a white sweatshirt, denim jeans, and possibly a pair of gray sweatpants. At the time of her disappearance, she was about 5 feet 6 inches, weighing around 125 pounds. She has brown hair with blonde tips and brown eyes. She is also known for wearing makeup, which, you know, every girl loves, and she truly went for that heavy mascara look as well. Elaine was born on September 24th, 1996. She grew up in the La Crescenta, California area with her mother, Susan Park. She's very known to be spunky, outgoing, and she had a lot of friends. And she also was a cheerleader at the Crescenta Valley High School. And when she wasn't doing school, she she truly had a love for musical theater, dance, and she appeared in a lot of productions. Now, as her life began to build, she even would have little small roles in the television shows called Desperate Housewives, ER, Mad TV, just those to name a few. Now, when she graduated high school, she did go off to college, but college turned out not to be her thing, which is very natural. College is not always the way to go for some individuals, which is perfectly fine. So, She did a couple courses, but mm, it turned out it wasn't truly what she really wanted. So this was kind of a point in her life where things started to not necessarily go sour, but it wasn't going up for her. You know, you graduated high school, you think life is now really supposed to just take off, but that wasn't the case for Elaine. Um, Elaine got laid off from her job at a local restaurant, and then, you know, of course she dropped out some classes. Now, on January 27, 2017, Elaine texted her mother about going out with her on and off again boyfriend. They were supposed to go to the movies. So around 1 a.m., they had basically took an Uber back to his house, which was located in Calabasas, and they went to sleep shortly after. But the next day, on January 28th, around 4 a.m., Elaine woke up and appeared to be having a panic attack. And her boyfriend basically stated that she was shaking. Like, if you ever had a panic attack, you truly know the nature of them and how severe they can be sometimes. And they really, truly come out of the blue most times. Now, around 6.05 a.m., about two hours later, she decided she wanted to leave. And her boyfriend basically didn't agree. But Elaine left the house and appeared to be driving away. And there is video footage of this. Well, you don't necessarily see her driving in the vehicle, but you do see her leaving the home. And this was, you know, turned in from Elaine's boyfriend, you know, at the time when police officers did their investigation. 
So later in the day, Elaine's mother, Susan, had texted her, but she didn't get a response. And her mother didn't really necessarily think nothing of it because sometimes Elaine would be very private, especially when she was going through something and she just wasn't alarmed. She appeared, she'll talk to her a little later. Now, when the next day came about, Elaine didn't make any, you know, phone call, no text. This is where she began to worry because, you know, this is not like her. So Elaine's mother then filed a missing person report with the Glendale Police Department on January 30th of 2017. Now, when Susan did this, basically law enforcement was like, well, you know, try not to worry. Pretty much she'll turn up. You know, she's a 20 year old. This, you know, sometimes, you know, these young adults do this, but this is not always the case. And sometimes I hate that law enforcement paints this picture about people when they go missing, because if you know your kid and you know your friend or family member, you know, you're not just going to run away. And I seen this meme not to go sidetracked. I seen this thing where it was like, if I ever go missing, just know I never went by, you know, by willingly, I was forced to do so. You know what I'm saying? So I had put that out there myself. Like, I'm not just going to freaking leave my children. So just know I did not leave. Okay. But nonetheless, on February 2nd, 2017, police ended up finding Elaine's 2015 gray Honda Civic. This was found on an abandoned Pacific Coast Highway, just south of the Carroll Cannon Road in Malibu. Now, this location was about 20 miles away from her boyfriend's home. And it is said this area is is known for businesses and houses. So not really out of the ordinary of a location. But what is very odd is Elaine's vehicle lights were on, it was unlocked, and her car battery was dead. And police found her cell phone, her backpack, computer, and some money in the vehicle. Very strange very strange to me when I read that because I'm like, what the hell? Like what in, you know, like what was going on? Like what happened? So police then spoke to Elaine's boyfriend and they took the surveillance footage, you know, from the area. Now it did show, like I said previously, Elaine walking toward, you know, her vehicle, but police were unable to see if she got in, like I had said, because if you guys go look it up on YouTube, or if you go to my video where you can look in it as well, you'll be able to see, but I couldn't see anything. Like if she got in, all I could see was her like making, going straight and then making a left, kind of like she had to like go around to get to her vehicle, if that makes any kind of sense. Sorry, I can't truly paint a picture behind, you know, a voice, but I try, (laughs) but nonetheless, I couldn't really determine if she got in her car, just like police officers said. So investigators did, you know, say that Elaine's boyfriend was very corroborative in this investigation and he was not considered a suspect at that time. Not very long after her disappearance, there was a reward for over $500,000, my bad, and it was raised for any new information leading to Elaine returning home, but it did have an expiring date on it, which was Elaine's 21st birthday. It was the hope of her family that it would help generate new leads. However, no new leads were called in and the money was left unclaimed. 
Now, in September 2017, the previously unreleased surveillance footage was, in fact, left out to not left out, but it was now given to the public. So the public was able to look at this information. And many had pointed out that there was an unknown vehicle that looks to be an SUV in Calabasas that air, around that time, around that area, when Elaine left her boyfriend's home. This vehicle struck investigators as to be very odd, especially around six o'clock in the morning. And as there was no reason for it to be there at that time. And thus, they sent out, you know, like this plea for anyone if they knew this vehicle or if they had seen this vehicle in that time frame, you know, to call in to help out. And that was pretty much that, right? So that same month, Elaine's high school did, you know, raise money to help the case. And it's truly sad when you have all of these individuals trying to help out and no new information comes into play. So on September 12, 2017, Susan went to the Los Angeles County Board of Supervisors and she wanted to get this case transferred to the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Office because she felt like the Glendale PD wasn't doing their job and she felt like there wasn't progress in the case. But her request was initially denied because there was no new evidence to turn up that a crime had been committed. So they were really, truly doing everything that they could do. They even searched for Elaine. They had cadaver dogs and everything, but the search was suspended after a day when they found her vehicle. So there wasn't really a lot of information to turn up, you know, and the investigators believed that they were doing all that they could, but Elaine's family ended up hiring a private investigator, and he then began to search the Santa Monica Mountains. He um, also searched national parks, but of course, nothing truly turned up, and through his own investigation, he received tips that basically says, you know, there was foul play in this case, um, and you know, the disappearance of Elaine. Police also, you know, put it out there, maybe if anyone had taken photos of the area where Elaine's car was found, hoping that maybe her car was like just parked there, someone just threw it there, you know, that would kind of make more sense as to how her car, you know, just appeared in this location. And, um, you know, because you, you think about it, like, well, why on earth would her car just sit there? Like, what the hell? It sucks because... You know, you it's like the moment she left her boyfriend's home, it's like there was nothing left to trace Elaine. And that's so startling to me. It reminds me of Carly Goose Goose story, probably pronouncing her last name incorrectly. But it truly reminded me of her story because it was like Carly just walked off the face of the earth as well. Like, where is she? We don't know where she is, you know, like just gets up one day, you know, one morning and not return. Um, but all in all, there has not been any new leads in this case. Elaine is still missing. And, you know, the Glendale Police Department are leaving it up to any new tips. And, you know, and the case is still open. Now, there are some theories. Many people online believe that Elaine committed suicide because of her mental you know, state that she was in that morning. 
And because I guess it has been stated that Elaine did suffer from depression, but her family does dispute this. Now, I don't necessarily know, you know, the whole gist of that, but nonetheless, her family disputed it. I can't say to rule it out because I don't know, you know, and of course there are other theories that maybe Elaine ran away, but why would she leave money in the car? That doesn't make sense. Why would she leave her cell phone, her her laptop, her actual place to get around, her her vehicle? <laughs> you know, like it doesn't make any sense. And then of course the last theory is, you know, she was hit with foul play. And it leads me back to it sucks to say this, but you know, I it, it sucks being let me say this, it sucks being the last person to see a person who goes missing because you're going to always look at them sideways because you were the last individual to see them. And even if he didn't have anything to do with it, I know he's harboring those feelings because he was the last person to see her and she didn't, she still has not turned up. You know, I could not imagine at all, at all. But that is pretty much the disappearance of Elaine Park. She is still missing, you know, there is not any new information which truly sucks. There is a Facebook page called Help Find Elaine Park to bring new leads and keep the case in the public eye. And there's also a GoFundMe campaign to help raise money. Y'all, these missing person cases just get so stranger and stranger by the day because you just truly never know. But if Elaine is out there, you know, I'm of course sending her family love and light, you know, they deserve to know what has happened to her. I cannot, you know, envision that the pain of it, not knowing where my kid is. So I like truly am sending her mom, her family love and light, like on no ends of it all. And of course, if you have any new information, it will all be linked under this podcast. So you can, um, you know, go check it out for yourself and go do your own little research if you choose to. It definitely takes, you know, it takes a lot of us to continue to keep their names alive in the media because we all know how that can go. So guys, until the next episode, I'll see you. As always, stay safe and I'm sending you guys love and light. Bye guys.